What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Welcome to Conversations Live. For more than a decade, we've brought you the best in books, entertainment, celebrity interviews, and current events. When the movers and shakers of the world have something to say to you, they say it to us first. Here's your host, Cyrus Webb. Welcome back, everyone, to Conversations Live. I'm your host, Cyrus Webb. Glad you all could join us once again. But for our radio audience tuning in at WYAD 94.1 FM and WYADonline.com, we're glad that you all can be with us. Also, it's joining us online through iHeartRadio and Amazon Music Podcast. We're glad you all could be with us as well. As we've been talking to you guys about, there are a lot of things that are recognized in May, including Global Accessibility Awareness Day. That's coming up on May 19th this year. And this is an opportunity for awareness of issues encountered by individuals with disability. We've talked about the University of Phoenix before and the great work they've been able to do. Well, they've commissioned the Harris Poll to conduct an online survey of human resource professionals to better understand companies' approaches to employees with disabilities. Here to talk to us more about the findings and where you all can go for more information, we're excited to welcome Kelly Herman to our broadcast today. Kelly is the Vice President of Accessibility, Equity, and Inclusion at the University of Phoenix. And as I mentioned, she will let you guys know how to stay connected with all the great work that's taking place with the University of Phoenix as well. Kelly, thank you again for the time. Really appreciate it. Sure. Thanks for having me. Well, we're always glad to have someone from the University of Phoenix here to talk to us about the work that they're doing, but also what they're finding that all of us can benefit from. Kelly, and as I mentioned, you all did uh, conduct uh, this survey that, that does help us better understand uh, how employers are dealing with, uh, of course, employees that have disabilities. Uh, talk to us, first of all, if you don't mind, Kelly, uh, about the Workplace Accessibility Survey and what were the key findings there? Sure. So, you know, at the University of Phoenix, as you know, we're focused on adult learners and on preparing them for the next step in their career journey. And, and that's really important for our adult students with disabilities as well. We wanted to learn more about the experiences of employees with disabilities in the workplace from an HR lens so that we could share that information with our students as they practice, you know, their self-advocacy skills, accommodations, and build their social capital. So we learned that nearly three in four HR professionals wish their companies would do more for employees with disabilities, but at the same time, 94% of them indicated that their company actually does have programs, initiatives, and activities in place to hire, train, and or retain employees with disabilities, which obviously is, is great news. And we also kind of put a little bit more of a focus on, you know, some of the mental well-being and mental health, um, you know, challenges that we know our employees are facing, especially since the start of the COVID-19 pandemic. And most HR professionals indicated that their company provides some, you know, direct support through insurance so that employees can go out and get access to the services that they need. But some of the things that our students might find on college campuses today aren't as prevalent. So things like workshops, partnerships for free or discounted counseling, um, opportunities to get together with others, you know, who are experiencing something similar through, like, employee resource groups or ERGs, and also on-site counseling. 
Well, that is really some great information, Kelly, and I think it's great to see that there are some employees that are seeing, of course, that they do have things in place to help those um, that do have disabilities. So for those companies who may see this as an area they can work with, what can companies do to retain employees with disabilities, Kelly? Sure. I think there's a lot of things that they can do, and, and it kind of starts with first thinking a little bit creatively and, you know, finding those opportunities to be innovative. Um, obviously, we still need to meet the legal requirements. You know, the, the ADA isn't going away anytime soon. But we do have this opportunity to think outside the box about how to formally and informally support the needs of individuals with disabilities. And that can be done with accommodations. It can be resources. And also, we, we should be looking at proactively removing barriers that we know will be an issue to create a more inclusive environment. So I think one of the first steps that I would recommend that they look at is uh, look at their policies and procedures. We know from the survey that um, only 19% of companies are intentionally mentioning disability as an aspect of diversity in their diversity policies. So that likely is an area of opportunity where the companies can kind of, you know, stop and say, hey, what's the first thing we can do? Well, maybe that's one of those first things so that, you know, employees feel, you know, more seen and heard and, you know, that they're, you know, were thought of and, and that they've been included. And so if you have, you know, other services that you're providing, you take a look and see what could you add. You know, we know the value of employee resource groups and giving our employees that opportunity to network with each other and to learn from each other. So if you don't have an employee resource group, you know, for disabled employees, that actually might be a great place to start as well. And then I think the last, you know, well, not necessarily the last, but the third thing that, you know, companies could do is to really examine how they're communicating the services and activities and programs that they have in place. And, you know, to kind of see, are, are they doing a good job of making sure that their employees know what's available? How often are they communicating it? Where are they communicating it? And how are those services being accessed? Because there might be some room for improvement there. I love that, and I think that uh, that evaluation, that self-evaluation is so important for sure. Now, we mentioned the companies and employers, Kelly. How can employees with disabilities, how can they thrive in the workplace, uh, considering the, some of the things that are available for them, as well as, of course, resources? Yeah, absolutely. And this is one of my favorite things to talk about because, you know, it directly influences how we work with our students. And so I think the most important thing that, you know, employees with disabilities or those who are preparing to become employees with disabilities can do is really to understand their disability. You know, one of the things I say often is that when you've met one person with XYZ disability, you've met exactly one person with that disability. And so disability is very individual in nature. It's going to affect each person in different ways. So they need to have a good understanding of how it affects themselves and how they can communicate about that so that as they, you know, request accommodations or advocate for themselves in other ways, they feel comfortable sharing those details about their disability and what they, you know, you know, can share and what they don't want to share and being able to navigate through those conversations. But I also think it's important, and we've, we've mentioned it a couple times, and is building social capital. We know that only 9% of the employees of, you know, the organizations that we surveyed are actually disclosing their disabilities. But from the CDC, we know that one in four Americans, you know, have disabilities. So there's a little bit of a disconnect there. People are keeping this information private, which means that it's a little bit more difficult to access models and mentors for new employees or students, you know, with disabilities who are trying to figure out how to navigate through that system. So looking for organizations that they can, you know, get involved in, whether they're disability-focused or professional organizations, network, building that social capital, learning from those experiences of others. And then I also think that those of us who are colleagues, allies, 
we need to learn about disability and accommodations ourselves too. We have to understand that impact of disability and how important accommodations are to full participation so that we can do what we can do to help you know, create an inclusive environment for our colleagues as well. Yeah, very good information, especially ahead of this year's Global Accessibility Awareness Day. Again, everyone, Kelly Herman of University of Phoenix has been our guest, helping us to better understand uh, the survey, but also where uh, the individuals uh, that are they're in the workplace with disabilities and even companies can be able to make improvements. Kelly, where can our audience go for more information? Absolutely. They can go to phoenix.edu slash media dash center. All right, and we'll link that up for our audience. Kelly, thank you again for the great work you're doing and for the time today. Really appreciate it. Thanks for having me. I'm glad to do it. And we thank your audience for tuning in to another great segment of Conversations Live. Until next time, I'm your host, Cyrus Webb. Thank you, as always, enjoy your day, enjoy your life, enjoy your world. Thank you all for choosing Conversations Live. Well, let's go make today amazing. Take care. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.